Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of TWTG. This is episode 96, 96 of them things. Thank you all again for joining your boy on this journey to episode 100. We are four episodes away, and as I always say, I want to get as many guests as I as I can get on uh, possible. So today we have the protege, the man of many, many Many different personalities. This is the young Nin. How are you doing, friend? Thank you for coming on. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm ready to conversate and I guess just be here. I'm happy. I'm ready. Now, for the people that uh, don't know you, I always run people with this question first. Nin, who the hell are you, bro? Uh, that's a that's a question and a half, but. Um, some people may know me as Nash versus the world back on Insta back in the day and when the DBZ community was starting to grow up and I was one of like an avid viewer when it came to XX Crimson and I was there a lot. I was often in the lives just communicating with a lot of people. Um, I went by Nash at the time and I still do, do I still do now, but you can call me in whatever you like. But at the time I was a young artist trying to get involved in the Dragon Ball Z community because that was like the biggest gateway for me as an artist to just grow but after not too long after i started getting funded up by school and kind of fell into obscurity until recently i started to come back get more involved in the community and start getting more into my creative outlet of drawing and writing and just being more a part of the community as a whole so that's who i am also i'm honest great person who loves to conversate so yeah that's me are you, are you throwing that out there like, hey, everybody, hit me up? I mean, if they want to hit me up, they can hit me up. I'm always down to talk. With good intentions. Don't don't be one of those porn bots asking them to have sex tonight. <laughs> he, he's, he's not like that. He's not like that. I now, appreciate that, James. Yeah, man, you know the vibes. Now, you've been in the community for how long? If we're going to get specific, mm. I've been in the community for almost... 2016, 2018, 2018. That's when, that's when like DBZ was like really popping off. That's like five years. But I stayed quiet for like a majority of like three to two years until re- relatively recently when I joined this, joined this community again and I got introduced to you about maybe a year ago at this point. Yeah, so maybe five to six years. That might be like the time span, I think. Mm-hmm. And and in that time, how, how old were you when you first joined the uh, community? I must have been like 14, 15, like 14, 13, 14, mm-hmm. low key. Like that must have been my age. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, I knew I was like very much enamored by a lot of like the work Crimson was doing. A lot of the Dragon Ball Z artists or fan artists that were out at the time were like really catching my eye. Mm-hmm. Like um, QJ Art, Goat. He's one of my inspirations, low key, when it comes to coloring and all that. Same with Crimson, same with, I, I remember when Nova was getting more into like the scene as well. Like when Nova was introduced, that's when I really started to get more involved as well. But again, like I mentioned, I kind of got, I got more focused on school. So I just, I, I left the community. I took a step back and went into like a hyperbolic time chamber type situation and was just more focused on getting my education up and being a better person before I came back in the community. Now, when, when you were younger, were you like a brat or were you just reserved? 
reserved. I wasn't a brat because <laughs> I'm Nigerian. Ain't no way I'm a brat. <laughs> Ain't no way I'm a brat. I couldn't be a brat. Like I don't. I can't say I couldn't be a brat, but I think my parents just really instilled like a foundation in me to be respectful and like just a normal like logic using human. So I don't think I was a brat. My parents may say I might have been picky because at the time I was very picky when it came to like certain things like food, but. I wasn't a brat. I try to treat everyone with respect. I really like seeing people happy, like around me. Like I try to be, like a, a source of joy for people around me, and just see them happy. Like, yo, yeah, that was me. You try, you try to do some good where you see the see none. Exactly. Exactly. Well, shout shout out to uh, Papa Nin and uh, Madden. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the surname or or anything specifically, but I'll, I'll just say uh, Papa Nin for the people. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Now, when when you first joined the community, um, I I always talk to some of the uh, I won't call them old guard, but I'll say the people that have been in the community uh, longer than I have and have interacted with more people um, longer over a period of time. And I hear about this quote unquote golden age that I missed uh, after the time I got in, which was like um, truly early 2019. Um, I would say the tail end of 2018, but I really started the writing in uh, 2019, and then I went on from there. For you, uh, from the beginning of where the community was to now, how has it changed in your eyes? Um, honestly, for me, it's like the community's good. At the time, it was more of like a collective, right? Like you could think of like the Justice League. Like we were all like one body, and we kind of knew everyone in the like the community, even if you were small or like lesser known. You knew that person because they're in like the stream or something. But right. now it's more, it's more spread out. Like it's like if the Justice League has like you know the J the JS um JSA I can't even say it Justice mm-hmm. Society of America, yep. the Justice like or like how we have the Avengers like the Lust Wake Avengers like we have different pockets right Avengers West Coast and exactly yeah. exactly we we have like pockets of the community now that are doing their own thing but we're no we're no longer like a like a group we're not a legion. Like we're not a group, like a, a massive group anymore. So like everyone has their different pockets of what they enjoy doing in the community, you know? So I won't say it was the golden age, but it was definitely the start of something bigger because now we have like people, again, I keep re- referencing Crimson, but like it's like the start of people's journeys and like into what they choose to do now. Like Crimson's not like a thumbnail maker making videos or thumbnail art for like Dotadoya, Syriax, all them big people. Like they're he's like, he really opened up a gateway. And I think he was like one of the few trailblazers of that community at the time when it came to OC fan artists, like Flox, if you remember him. Yep. Flox at IG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got some work by him too. Yeah. Like, uh, there are like so many like OGs that I don't really see too much anymore. But like, I, I could not say this community would be the same without them. You know, like, I, it wouldn't be the same without them, like their foundation and being involved. Mm-hmm. So. Like I wouldn't say like a golden age. It was great, it was a great time. Don't get me wrong, but I think we're there's so much more to come. There's so much more mm-hmm. to come. We can't call that. We can't say we peaked already when we're just start getting started. You know, that, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, because I, I know when you're starting something, you're you're a part of something. There's always those people that kind of not not. I, I don't want to say start it to invalidate everybody else that is trying to do what they're trying to do, but mm-hmm. there are those people, the cream of the crop. You know, it always rises to the top. And those guys 
kind of set a standard almost where if I want to do some OC stuff, it has to be like this because this is the best way for it to be presented. And this is the best way where it's going to be taken seriously to where it's more than just, oh, this is just basically an OC Sona and I'm just doing this for fun. No, I want to take this seriously and, and make something that stands out from the pack because we, mm. we've seen the duality between that, um, the, the low the low tier and then the people that are actually putting their whole foot in it and and trying their best with it. Um, and, and like you said, the best, it may be uh, yet to come with all that has happened uh, in that span from where the beginning was up to now because we saw the little Dragon Ball Renaissance Battle of Gods and then on up to the end of Super and the, uh, and, and the movies that have come out since. Um, for you, how, how tied are you to Dragon Ball? Has Dragon Ball been like the anime, the marquee anime for you, or was that just one of the niches or one of the anime that gravitated to you more because you had people in the uh, in the niche already? For me, it's like it's like a safe like safe haven point for me because like it's like something that came to me from a very young age because my first anime wasn't well my first anime was probably Pokemon like a lot of you. But my first in like series that I was really invested in, like I was copying the moves at school type beat, it had to have been Dragon Ball Z. Because at the time, I remember my cousin, I went to his house. The first game I've ever played, like seriously played, was Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2. And I remember this like vividly clear as day. Like I was getting my hand, like I was getting beaten on by Trunks, Super Saiyan 2 or Super Saiyan 1. <laughs> and he was beating on me. Damn. I was like, this is cool. This is this is clean. Like, why does he have orange hair? Why is he going Super Saiyan? Why is he, like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. And he explained it to me. It was Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, what's Dragon Ball Z? And it, it took off from there. And then when Dragon Ball Z Kai came out, that was my introduction to Dragon Ball Z. Like, that was, my, like, you know, like the, the retelling of Dragon Ball Z. And, like, Dragon Soul is in my head all the time. Watching Namek Saga. Watching Radix get bodied. Like, it was beautiful. It was such a real so beautiful. But as I got older and I got more exposed to different series, it's always had a soft spot in my heart, but I haven't been like a hardcore like those fans who try to power scale Goku and do stuff like that. I haven't been that deep into it. I'm more focused on the lore and the expansion of the world, like that super the manga has tried to do. Same with yeah. the anime. And but it's always been there for me. And I've I've never really made a Dragon Ball Z OC until recently. Like created like created my own original character for it until recently when I finally felt like I was in that point in my career or, or or I guess my my loving for this hobby of mine that I could create a character that could do that series I enjoy so much justice. So I'll call it an online career hell. The time and effort that you spend in it is uh, <laughs> shit. I, I'll equate it to to a little <laughs> career. I call this a career, and I'm not done yet. And I got. I'm a half a decade into this, but there's more shit for me to do. And I know you definitely uh, being as young as you are. Uh, how old are you again? I'm 19. I'm 19. Oh, my God. Yeah. So my, my little brother, 19. So knowing you got that gap of time, so much to go. And we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit where you have so many people to kind of uh, be the protege of, right? The the uh, The understudy of. You're almost in like a prime spot where you know the right people at the right time while you're young 
and in this game. And you said, hey, man, I, I grew up off of uh, Digimon, Metabots, Beyblade way before I got into uh, into Dragon Ball. Even Hamtaro was uh, in my in, in the younger younger goats rotation. But Dragon Ball for me was the one that I naturally gravitated to. And I'm, I'm going to sound like an old head when I say this, but at, at the beginning, or at least my beginning, it was always Dragon Ball, Naruto, One Piece on the side. You know, I'm old school like that, uh, where I believe, hey, it's like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson. They're, they're mm-hmm. like the trinity. They're the big three. And then everything else that's after, they're good. And they're like the best of the era. For you, young Nin, mm. what are what what is that for you? What what are your top three anime of all time? Oof. Oh wow, that's a question. Put you on the spot. All right, if we're gonna if I have to really dig deep and like talk about three anime or just give you like the story of my life in anime, it would be Gurren Logan. Gurren Logan is one of them. Don't know what it is about that series. Even though it's a mecha anime, that thing speaks to the soul. Like raw raw fight the power type. It's so good. It literally speaks to what a human being can do. Like we're all limited by our, like our mental, like our mental ourselves. Like we're limiting ourselves, and that series literally shows you that you can do anything if you have the ability to have determination for it. After that, um, probably even though it's kind of weird, it, probably, it might be um, SSS Gridman. For me, I've mentioned I've enjoyed. I've told you before I like Tokusatsu, Power right. Rangers, Super Sentai. And like SS Gridman is like a solidification for what I enjoy about the series. It could show that it can not only be fun, goofy, colorful, but it can be so serious and have such a captivating story. Like the story of our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's life is beautiful and it has its hard times, but it can it's just so much more to offer. And you just like you have to experience it. And I think that's make you cry. That, yeah, it can make you cry. I'm not gonna lie, I only cried for high school musical, so I don't even think I've ever cried for an This like, guy. I'm sorry, it's the truth. That's yeah, it was, it was, it was pushing to the limit, wasn't it? It was pushing to the it limit. Push it, push it. I know it's it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy. But still, um, I don't know. It's just that uh SSS Gridman is such a great series or great anime. Cause it has continuations off of that that I've I've yet to watch, but SS Gridman itself is just phenomenal. Then the last anime, oh man, this is like hard. Ooh, it might have to be. I don't know. Can't, it can't be a tie, huh? Uh, I'll, I'll let you have a tie. Okay. Then the last one would be a, a Eureka 7, which is. It has one of my favorite openings of all time, Days. Like, it's just so timeless. Like, it's so beautiful. And. Uh, probably Solidar. Probably Solidar. Respect. It's, respect. Like I may have grasped with the ending, but the whole series itself, the cultural standpoint it stands for, like in terms of anime and just that like, diversity and all that, like it's beautiful. I mean, I read the manga right after, but the soundtrack, opening characters, art, beautiful. So yeah, that's my that's my three piece or well four piece at this one, but you know. Yeah, I'll count it. I'll count it. I'll count it. <laughs> You know, that, hey, 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 fine list. You know, I, I actually saw Gurren Lagann uh, last year. Mm. And I, I had been going through anime that friends had told me about for many millennia. And I was like, you know what? Let me get my ass up and actually go and watch this stuff and be a real anime fan. Instead of saying, yeah, I like Dragon Ball. I like, you know, this and that here and there. But when's the last time you've seen an episode? Oh, you know, a while ago. But I know what happens. But 
Uh, I'm, I'm still mad at uh, Kamina's death. You know, I'm not going to recover from that. Still mad. Um, <sighs> you know, spoilers, guys. It's been out forever. But um, as far as mech anime, I, my favorite one of all time. Uh, and for me, again, I'm an old head. So I would say Gundam. I don't know. Mm. I don't remember which one. But the one, uh, well, who was the guy? I, I forgot the voice actor. One of my favorite moments where uh, he said something like, this guy had the help of Kyoji. And he used Shining Finger for the first time. Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, this might be the greatest of all time, which that's thrown around a lot. But for me, <laughs> as a kid watching that, I was just like, yo, it hit me differently. But when I got older, the one that I, I gravitated towards was uh, the Big O. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm. Oh, I personally have I've heard a lot about it. Mm. Highly recommend, man. For it, it, It's another one that showed on Toonami, of course. Um, I was able to catch the episodes on YouTube uh back in the day where that was not really uh you know taken down and they people were able to upload full on episodes so i just watched it all um the music very you know smooth kind of uh like a like a jazzy cafe type beat and it, it's like if batman had a mech and you know the whole premise of it i won't spoil i'll let you find it um it is very very interesting and um it's one one of those anime that for the light verse, not doing a self plug here. We're not at the promo minute yet, y'all. But it's it's one that really uh, stuck with me, and, and and the philosophy in it. And you know, I gravitate to to things that relate to philosophy a lot. That really mm. uh, that really stuck with me. Now, I know in, in, in with all the anime that we have now, there's a lot to sift through. Um, have you been watching any anime recently that you would recommend to me besides the one uh, with the Gray Man? That that you be the Grayman uh, was a beautiful arc. <laughs> that was oh, a beautiful man. arc. How much are they paying you, by the way? They're not paying me nothing, bro. I'm not gonna lie with you. Like I love reading, but sometimes I get like so bored of watching anime. I don't know what happened to my attention span. It may be a problem, but I enjoy reading more than like watching things. I can come to appreciate colors, animation. That's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. But I like to read. Like, I love to see what the artist originally intended for it to be. And I enjoy that. And that's what D. Grayman is for me. Not going to lie. But then I read, honestly, what I would recommend recently, I just read, um, yo, I need to remember the name right now. <laughs> yo, give me a second. I remember I was talking about it for, um, in the books, like books channel. Uh-huh. We were, I remember I was like just spazzing out of it. Oh, Zetman. Zetman. It's beautiful. Zetman. It's an interesting story. It's literally about having the ability or power to just have, like, just like, just having the ability or power to like change so much, or like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe. It. I can't even put that in the word. I can't do it justice. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really it's has really, a profound effect on you if it's if it's leaving you speechless like this. It's good. Like it's really good. Like there's no like the way that it ended. There's no way it can be continued, even though like it might have been set up for that. The way it mm-hmm. ended, the ending is like it fits how it ended, and I really do like the character that are involved. The story is so good. The anime does it pretty good too, but the manga is personally better for me. The art is beautiful. It's great. I'll recommend Zet Man. Zet Man, if you read it or watch it, it's both good either way. Um, also, okay, this I oh, I should have put. The, 
I should have put this in my my top three. I'm I I forgot. You're it's, right. It's I, I gave you five. It's, it's literally my profile picture right now. Bakuman. It is created by the same people who made um the same duo who created Deathna, right? But it's about the inner workings of literally the being a creative. Like literally, people starting from high school wanted to create a manga in their in their universe's like version of Shonen Jump, and the whole process of going throughout it. And they literally go from them being in middle school all the way to them being like middle aged adults, like in their mid twenties, like going through the whole process. But it's not like they they keep you like stuck in a time period for too long. But they keep you going throughout their growth as artists, creatives, and introducing so many characters. Like it's literally like the real world, and it's it's done so well. Like it just it's such a, a testament to just how like how beautiful the process is, even though it may be painful sometimes. Like being creative, like you may be able to relate to this. Like being a writer, being mm-hmm. creative, just doing these things. Like there's so much time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears poured into our craft that people don't really realize how much time is being placed into it. And that I feel like that series encompasses it so much. The highs, the lows. Like, so good. So good. <laughs> so good. I was I was about yeah. to say, yeah, the the highs and the lows, like uh I mean you you see it here. First and foremost, you hear it for the multitude of people. Of course, for those that don't know, we're recording in the greatest Discord server of all time, the embassy, uh, with everybody in their uh different parts of their creative journeys. Everybody's in a different place, everybody's trying to live their lives and find their places in the world at the same time. We're all in a similar age bracket where uh, we're in the middle. We have things that we want to do. However, we also have responsibilities that we need to fulfill. And we're trying to find the middle ground in between to find that stability to where either we can turn our passions uh, into a profitable venture or into something that we just go to when real life gets hard because I know that this is an escape for a lot of people. You know that as well, of course. Um, and I'm sure it's an escape for you um, stepping into this little, into this, into this ocean that we all occupy. Um, you know, going back to the community a little bit and the little one that uh, we have here, of course, in the embassy. Uh, have you seen any similarities between what there is now versus the community of old, and you can even mention any other uh, servers that, that you're a part of uh, and, and how similar it is to, like you said, there were like subcategories um, or, or uh, little sub uh, groups out of the whole and, and entire group. What has what, what that experience here with these people been like for you in comparison to the past? For me, I feel like I found another group of people I can really spend time with, like like low key, like I really feel like I found a family on here, cause you guys are very nice, like very welcoming. You like, you are open, of course, to, like just to talk to people. And as time goes on, you get like you make you have those moments in the like the voice calls and all that, where we like you get a little bit closer with these people. Like you can really like see you can like find yourself hanging out with them in real life at some right. point, you know. Like I really felt welcomed here. Like since I've talked, started getting on the mic, just being part of the community, I've I've loved every bit of it. I'm like very, I'm very honored to have the ability to be in this chat, like just talking to everyone. I'm very, I'm very blessed to be in this position. Like, I, I know it's not like I'm on a job, but like, it's like, it's just, I'm really yeah, yeah. fortunate. Keep, keep, keep telling, to, keep telling the people how great my stuff is. You're doing a good job. All right. You'll be paid now. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> no, I just really do appreciate you guys. Like, honestly, I, I don't think I've had much more like fun or like a way to just be happy or just another place to just be myself 
outside, you know, outside of like all the stuff I have to do, like schoolwork and just getting ready for the future. This place has been like a haven for me just to be like, enjoy myself, talk about things, have intellectual conversations, discussions. This is like low key the spot. Like, this is the spot for real. So, if y'all ever, if you, anyone listening, bro, please tap in because the community is beautiful right now. It's beautiful. The door ain't wide open, but you you will it's be checked in because <laughs> it used to be, and then we had some some we had some some fun times. Long story short, however, um, I believe that it being the way it is, it's like yeah, like like you said, it's this little family, and the people know each other over time, and that builds a stronger relationship for people, better or for worse, um, because that's how it is with all people, or and even with family, where. You know, if I'm talking to John today, I know John isn't really the, the sharpest tool in the shed, but that's, that's my tool, you know, in the, in the shed, a long-winded metaphor aside. Uh, I had always seen and, and heard about the camaraderie in a community, and I've said this before uh, many other times, so I'm, I'm going to make it short for y'all, uh, about creating a place where it doesn't feel like, oh, yeah, this is James' server. You know what I mean? It, it's a server that we all use. I just so happen to be the one that created it. And um, that that's something I've been very focused on as time goes forward. And it, it has been a benefit to people, thankfully. It hasn't been a detriment because you, you've heard the stories, you've seen it, where you know, things have gone on and then it becomes like a little high school table where, oh, you heard, you heard this and you did that and you, you're yelling here and you're yelling there and Oh my God, I got to deal with this. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, and of course, the quote unquote hierarchy of power, or the, whole, the, the whole hierarchy of power, the way it is, you know, with the goat man protecting us, right? Um, with everybody doing, you know, normal shit, or as, as much as normal we can get, uh, as to that being everybody just being chill with each other. It's, it's been something that, I'd hope to see not only just in my server, but in other servers and among other people and beyond. Of course, it's not perfect. It'll never be in, nor is that the aim. But um, for everybody that's included, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that it's been uh, a joy to have because I've always heard, oh, my God, managing a Discord server is a whole bunch of work. But here it is. Uh, in a way, it's, it's given me even more purpose. And as well, I meet, you know, uh, inspired young folk like yourself that you know are still on a certain path i know i'm not 100 years old <laughs> however uh i see a lot of young younger people i'll say not young people but younger people uh just starting their journey of, of either finding themselves or or doing something so uh my question to you young men for mm. you in this community as a whole um i know you you said it's a place where like you can chill and beyond just the embassy. And if you want to use the embassy as a sole example, don't get me wrong. You're more than welcome to, but mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as a whole, what, what has it done for you in your life? You know, you don't have to get too personal, but if you want to, the floor is yours, my friend. Um, I mean, for me, it's just found like another place to like, just get myself back into being around other people on the online, online field, you know, like being just social because I do enjoy talking to other people and just getting to be around other folks, but the embassy itself has really allowed me to communicate more and see more 
frames or walks of life in that aspect and just a place to like bond with people uh it's just made my life a lot more cheerful i mean i'm not gonna say i'm like a pessimistic fellow i'm optimistic happier individual but it never hurts to have more people to share that joy with you know so i'm just living my best life embassy been like that for me like i'm always having a good time here well, we always appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on the show. No, I'm playing. It's not over yet. But, yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But again, I, you know, for for everybody else too, um, I got to give you, I got to give you thanks for that. For school, what are you studying? Computer science. I've been at it for like ten years. Like I've been coding for ten years, but I'm in school for that right now. Yeah. Do you like coding? It's a passion. Like I enjoy it. Like it's something I'm good at. And I could say like if I didn't have coding as like a talent of mine or I guess something I really do enjoy, I probably would have gone to be either a zoologist or uh a artist, like a full time like art school, like concept designer, something like that. So 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 do you do you, so which one I mean obviously you're in school for it, so that's the priority, but after that where you're able to sit down to yourself, do you see art being something that's just a hobby, something you do for fun or something long-term where you'll try to take that and, and do more with it? If I'm looking past like these, like I guess the next two years for me, I would see art as not only, I feel like a hobby right now, like it's a hobby or passion project, sorry, passion project. It lets me do what I want to do and just be creative. Because it kind of works into the computer science lane because I aim to make a game or make something under my belt in some time, like something you guys can touch, play, whatever. I want to do that, and art lays into that foundation because I can make character sheets or make character models, things like that. It, it lends itself into it. But art, honestly, may just be more of a hobby because if I took it any more passionate than that, I think I may lose the joy in art, you know? Cause, like mm -hmm. people make art their full time job, and I'm, I'm not gonna say that's crazy or anything. Like, like I really do respect those people who do, but I don't think I could ever turn something I love so much into like a forceful job. But they do say like if you love it so much, if you really love your job so much, it never really work for you. But still, I guess it's more so I'm leaning into what I know I'm guaranteed at like being able to give myself an income. While right. I have the thing I enjoy doing on the side that I can also maybe use as a side side income type thing but yeah i do think art will be a hobby for me later on or it may even become another source of income because like if i get good enough or go a little bit crazy on it i can low-key make a bag so it's like i just gotta like open up my eyes open up my options because like again we're only limiting ourselves based on what we believe so i'll see what happens that's true well said well said for art and for all for well I guess I'll say for art and, and for all it's done for you so far, what is the worst thing is done for you? If you have one of those, do you? As positive you as you are, I'll be surprised if there's one, but is there? Um, At a young age, for me, it was just really just the intimidation for like, you know, trying to be like everyone else or just have like something that looks appealing. Because like at the time, I was more focused on style than like my fundamentals. So maybe just like the idea of having being thinking that I have to have a style, but to be honest, right now it hasn't done anything negative to me. It doesn't make me compare myself to anyone, or it doesn't really, doesn't really make me feel like less of a person if my art is like not the best compared to someone else who's been at it longer than I have, obviously. 
So like I've been mm. I'm cool. I'm straight right now. Like I don't mind any of it. I just think art for me is just the outlet to just get my ideas out. But um I don't think I've taken anything negative from partaking in like art at all. That's good. That's very good. Who 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 are your top three inspirations or people that inspire you in terms of your art? Or you Man, can even put in creative uh prowess and ability in that. Uh oof. Okay. Could be anybody. No pressure. I give, give you four. I give you big four. Three. No, I'll try. I'll try and I'll try and stay in the lane this time. The big okay. three for me, it may be Oda. You know, the goat, one piece of goat. You know, who's that? I mean, don't play. I'm playing. Bob I'm say, don't play with me like that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one guy has like the the most popular series in like manga history, like fiction history or anything. I know, crazy, yeah. but uh. It's Oda. Um, I used to I used to put Kishimoto up there, but right now I don't know what to say. That's like a different topic in itself. But we don't talk about Boruto. <laughs> it used to be a different topic in itself, but I'm just gonna say Oda. I'm probably I have to include you in there because like I just enjoy seeing what you've been making. Oh me, like, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll put I'll put you in the top three. I'll let at you the cook. Moment. Appreciate it. Holy shit. <laughs> Cause like I know I I know I'd be like saying all these ideas and stuff all the time, but like I just feel like it's kinda of get inspired from looking at what you created, like with the light burst type like all that. Like your yeah. own Dragon Ball story continuity, what you've done with that. Like it's been very impactful, I think, for a lot of people. Maybe maybe it's just me or a lot of people as well, who you know, you got Kai and all them. Mm-hmm. You really you really impacted my outlook when it comes to writing. So I can't deny that you're in that top three. I say like you make me think a lot more about these characters as characters, you know, not Mm -hmm. just vessels for my story to keep moving forward, but like actual characters that can exist not only in my series, but if I pulled them out and had them sit right next to me, I could say, wow, that that's Daiku right there. That's Mm -hmm. Latosa right there. Like, I want to be able to have people like or characters that can really just stand out on their own or be their own individuals. They don't need some sort of story plot device to be like special or unique, you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate so, that, man. Yeah, of course, of course. And lastly, it'll probably be Stanley the Goat, you know. Oh, he's, yeah, he, he's my he, he's really an inspiration. Got me into the whole comic book thing, like. I don't know. If it wasn't for him, I don't even think I'd really be like digging too much into the Western side of things. I would have been probably stuck reading fairy tale manga, to be honest with you. So, yeah, because my first real comic was like Spider Man. So, not a bad place to start. (laughs) It was beautiful. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it for me when it comes to the top three. It's not. It's not a bad top three. No bias. Not a bad top three. You know, I know uh, we talked before you came on to the show and I wanted to and instead of giving people a quick one question. Right. For me, at the end of this, I know we dabbled a little bit about this. You said that you didn't really have an opportunity to really talk, talk to me. And um, these podcasts, of course, there's just times where we can talk privately, of course, but um, in a manner of open conversation in an effort to get to know me more were there any questions that you had had for me and you know when you're done just hand me back the metaphysical podcast microphone so i'm handing you 
this treasured object of gold island treated mm. protected with your life until you're done with it um temporarily now i'm giving you some power of gold island with the podcast microphone then so anything on your mind and it could be anything you know how crazy good on this show um if you want to ask me feel free and i'll give you an answer to honor that question that you may give i think one of my biggest questions for you may have just be what really motivates you to continue doing what you're doing? Because, like, from what I like, what I've learned about you, you're such a hardworking individual. But, like, what keeps you going day in day out to not only balance a real like work life, working out, but also being creative on your own free time? It all started when I was born. Now let me stop. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, I remember past episode y'all uh long time listeners i think it was episode 94 that wolf was on he asked me a question that's similar and it's fine that you you asked you know a similar question so i'll give a different answer um for me and where i'm at in life i started and i guess it it, it all goes back to when i was first in the community I was in a period of time where I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do, wanted to do for everybody that wants to find themselves, that wants to do something, that wants to make something of themselves. There are many things that inspire me. I can go on and say that there was a relative that passed before their time and that motivated me to continue to work to create something because it taught me that life is short and anything could happen at any day. It doesn't matter how many friends you have. It doesn't matter if your girlfriend loves you a lot. It doesn't matter if your family's good. Anything could happen tomorrow, today, in an hour. We just simply don't know, even though our lives can move on a pretty linear path most of the time. There's always one little canon event that happens that can fuck up everything. I can talk about how I look at other people, people that have tried to dream, the people that have given everything to something that they believe that hasn't given them something back. The people that love something, the people that really treasure the things they do. And a lot of those people are selfless. And a lot of those people are very self-sacrificial and they give and they give and they give. And I am self-sacrificial to a point. Um, and in, in recent years, I found a way to give back to myself and remember myself in that. I can talk about the things I see in our own community and the people that are progressing in their fields and how that inspires me. Um, first and foremost, if I was ever in a, in a major interview, if I was on TV, you know, and I kind of role played that in my head many different times, um, self selflessly. Um, if, if I was ever asked to what my inspiration would be, the first thing would always be said is, is my father, you know, my father, um, and I have both parents, you know, thankfully, um, my father was, is a big, big motivating factor for me. And of course it's a lot of little things. He's 63 years young. Um, thankfully not, uh, suffering any diseases, ailments, whatever. He's just getting older. And there are things I want to give back to him for the things that he sacrificed for me and my family. Um, and over a period of time, I, from absorbing all the lessons and things that he's given me and 
how I've used that to interact with people as a whole also drives me because I know that, you know, you're, you're as old as my little brother. Tristan's 19. He'll be 20 next year. Um, is your birthday this year or next year? Uh, next year. Okay. So you'll just like Tristan, you'll be 20 next year. And um, for me, many years, I had a natural talent for a mentorship role or a role where there's people that look up to me. And for a long time, I ran away from that. And it's just the card that life had dealt me. And I didn't really understand it because I was existing in limbo, introvert, didn't really know who I was because most of my life had been me being there or giving something else to somebody. And I wasn't being used. It was just me existing in a place where I didn't have time to develop and grow. So when I got out of high school and I was on the internet and I started seeing, you know, oh, let me get back into my love of anime a little bit, see what this does for me. And then I found OCs and everything. And I was like, you know what? Let me try this. I want to do something. Um, in general, I want to do something that not only, first and foremost, for me to enjoy, second, for my family to enjoy, third, for the people to enjoy and take something from, I also want to live forever in a metaphysical way. Um, the one thing that scares the shit out of me is my own mortality, not because I'm afraid of death. I have a very strong respect and a reverence for death almost. Um, but for me, doing something to to give meaning to the life that you live. And I know some people will say, oh, someone loves you. Your life has meaning. Da, 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 da. Of course, yes. For me, to give it that extra little oomph and in, in, in a more selfish way, because I am competitive, um, would be to leave something behind that could stand the test of time, whether it be something that I wrote uh, in a more philosophical sense or just a character that people look at and, oh, I know who that is. I know what that is. I know what that person represents and I know who they came from, which gives that more significance. For me, um, of course, and this is despite anybody, I look around in the community, all young, talented people, all older, talented people with their own dreams. And in the times we live in today, you see a lot of hopelessness thrown around a lot. Um, a lot of Debbie Downers here and there. Not everybody, of course, and the people I know, they know they're not affiliated with this at all. But there's an there's a, a loud minority that is a strong detriment to many people trying to succeed and do something different. And now, especially in America, where things have become like, if you're not on this side, if you're not with, you're against. If you're not red, you're blue. There's a lot less cohesiveness, a lot less bipartisanship. How does this relate to me and what drives me? I seek to be the straight line where everybody is going in, in curves in different directions. I try to be very consistent. I try to be very stalwart. I think that's a strong part of my character because I don't compromise. Only for I, I only compromise for the sake of peace, but I never compromise on my own beliefs or how I carry myself because I know, um, and this is pretty much fact with my damn record because it speaks for itself, I'm not somebody that likes to cause trouble. I'm not somebody that likes to cause problems. I'd rather come up with solutions on how to solve problems than to 
how to make problems happen, right? Um, so for me as a whole, uh, the biggest thing that inspires me, I would say, are the people that look up to me. And I understand now I have a responsibility. I can't be somebody that's saying all this stuff and not believing it or following it. That would make me a hypocrite and that would make me a liar. And that's one thing that I detest is a liar and somebody that betrays people's trust for the things that they want to do. I'm somebody where I can say, yeah, I want to make the light verse. All right, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to study. I'm going to take in reference material from everything that I consume and churn it out into one thing. This is the amalgamation of me taking in so much stuff and churning it out into one idea. And that combined with my innate passion for this, this creative side of me, this niche that we're in, is really something that keeps me grounded and it's it's the fuel to my fire and it really is something that uh something that that really drives me forward i see people oh hey man i like you i like it how you did this or oh the daiku inspired me to do this and i'm like holy shit i gotta keep that up of course i don't have to but i want to um and there's almost a sense of f- fulfillment out of that it's almost like a high i'm not chasing it but um, it's a fruit of a labor that I do enjoy. I do enjoy all this creative stuff. I do enjoy looking at a whole bunch of things and getting random ideas. And another uh, part of the things that drive me is me wanting to one day look back at a body of work that, as I said before, stands the, the test of time. And I see people that are like, hey, I can't do this. And I'm like, well, yes, you can. This is how it's going to be hard. Yes, there's going to be setbacks. Yes, but it's possible. And I'm, I'm a very scheduled person. At least I try to be with the working out, the OC work and the time for me just to sit down, play some Starfield and do nothing. Or the times where just for me to just live. I try to give myself that. And I try to catch up. I try to get home real quick so I can do this podcast with you because I don't know when the next window is going to be, you know. <laughs> um, and, and And there's... For me, there's a desire to set a different standard and, and leave this all of this in, in, in a better state than when I found it. Even if things are really good, I want to make it even better. No one's doing this. Oh, then I want to do that. Oh, no one made a server for, for, for stuff like this. No one's built a community for things like this. What do you mean? Okay, I can do that. I know I can. Come on. You know, um, and, I, and, I, and a lot of it is me overcoming something it's like fighting something um and and it's and it's rising above that not only to be a leader something i've been more comfortable with and something i have a natural uh liking to but it's also something that i realize that um i have the potential if not already to help something or help steer people not in the right direction i'm not saying i have all the answers of course i don't or, or, or my uh, perception on, on the way of life or what drives me. But the best thing I say is that it's worked for me and it's helped me. And maybe it can help you. You don't have to take A, B, and C. Maybe X, Y, and Z can help you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know that was a long-winded answer, and I hopefully I, I, I answered that for you. Um, but, but as a whole... Um, the wantingness to do the innate wantingness and the passion that I have, because I know 
what it can do and I know what it means to people that look up to that because this is the last part I'll leave it on. There are people that dream. There are people that, you know, sit all day and just wonder and, and beat themselves up because they look at somebody like me who was at the beginning writing stuff out on Samsung notes, taking a screenshot and posting it on my story, hoping that people would read it, right? And then look at me now. Sure, I paid you know a good artist here and two to 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 draw myself, and a lot of people see it. But no one's gonna stay if it's not worth anything. No one's gonna look at a daiku and be like, okay, this guy is just this guy. There's nothing. There's there's no story backing this up. No one's gonna look at the art and then go to the person. They're just gonna look at the art and then go about their day. No one's gonna stay unless that's coming from somebody that's worth staying for. That unless it comes from somebody that. Is, is is completely 100% true in their way and not somebody that's hiding behind a gimmick. I know, go D. James, yeah, that's me. And maybe it's just me turned up a few extra notches here and there, but it's something that has been fulfilling and something that I understand there needs to be uh, leaders, if I can selfishly say that a little bit. There has to be people that are in a different lane not everybody can do it, but I understand that there are people that wish they can. And look at me to get a template on how to do something. And I know I'm not the only person that people look up to that too, but I know I'm one of them. So mm. uh, to use my own joke, you one of them a little bit. But um, as a whole, I would say that's, that's the whole thing that uh, drives me. I hope I answered your question as best as I could. You did. You answered it with flying colors. Any other questions? No, let me stop. I know that would be yeah. <laughs> unless that was the big that was the biggest one. That's fine. I'll take back uh, my, my my podcast microphone if you want to let it go. Oh yeah, you can take it back. I'm gonna hand that back to you metaphysically, I guess. Okay, thank you, sir. You can't carry that around your school grounds. They would lock you up for that. It's a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold up the the goat man sign. Yeah, there Don't you touch go. Me. Told you, man. It's a sign of peace and and, and tranquility. People don't understand. But um, thank you for that question, uh, Nin. Really. Um, I know I say this to people all the time where if you know me, I'm not hard to find. I'm right here. You know, you can DM me. We can talk about anything. It'd be how, how's your day going? Or, hey, man, I need something real quick. Hey, man, how do you do taxes? That kind of shit. You know, um, I feel like for a little bit, for some people, they can look at this and almost view it in the wrong way where they kind of forget that we're people too beyond just, oh yeah, Nin's here. Let's just do OC stuff with Nin. I ain't worried about the art. I always say that. I'm not worried about the art first. I'm worried about the person. I can care less. This art can all go tomorrow. I'm more worried about the person that I'm talking to because there's more there than just, oh yeah, it just so happens that we like Dragon Ball. It has to be more than that for there to be a true friendship. Or at least that's how I see it. What do I know? You know? But for you, uh, Nin, to give you another question. And then uh, we'll, we'll cap things off in a little bit. What has been your favorite part about being in this community? Beyond just the embassy, the whole shebang bang. 
Uh, my favorite part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite part is just the com- the, the con the calls, like low key. Like I enjoy just talking and like just hearing everyone just chat up. Just the socializing aspect. It's so nice. Just feels like we're like just all together, you know, just mm-hmm. talking up. That's all I really care for. That's what like what really like brings me up. Like you're just chatting it up, and it's just always good vibes. Where it is. Sometimes the simple stuff is the best. Mm. For you, for you, Nin. Another question too. This is now. Now, this. Be careful how you answer this. Be careful. What has been your favorite TWTG episode? This one. That is family involved. Oh my god. Get him out of here, everybody! Nah. Oh wow, uh, nah. I answered your question fair and square. No, nah, like, you did. You did. Really interesting. Like I like them all, but this one. Oh, don't butter me <laughs> up. New, this 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 was a new favorite because I'm on it. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's the day. Any answer is 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 the right answer in that regard. So I won't, I won't go at you crazy for that one. But before we go, then I want to thank you for coming on the show. Really. This is another one. You're another one of those people. I know you've been clamoring to get on for a minute. And in the future, of course, there will be more. The door is open for you, my friend. Um, is there anything you want to say to the people? This is your promo minute. Before we go, any socials we can find you on? You have the floor for about 60 seconds starting now. Um, well, you don't need to follow me. I don't need any of that publicity. But all I want to say is, like, just enjoy your life. Life's too short to be stressing about too many things. And just just do what makes you happy. Simple enough. That's it for me. <laughs> That's it. From That's it. the man of many different personalities, everyone's protege. That was Nin. This was TWTG episode 96. Thank you all for coming on. I appreciate y'all. We'll see you guys in the next one after I actually type this in and end the recording. Now we're good. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time.